Hello mm. and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. We're going to be talking about some of the news topics from across the country, good and bad, mm. starting with mm -hmm. a public announcement. This coming Saturday, there will be an alcohol ban in Thailand. That's June the 3rd mm -hmm. for Visakabusha Day and a royal visit. Mm -hmm. A nationwide alcohol ban will be enforced in Thailand this Saturday, June the 3rd, in observance of the Buddhist holiday Visakabusha. The ban coincides with a royal visit to Phuket by King Maha Vajiralangkorn and Queen Suthida celebrating Her Majesty's birthday. Mm -hmm. Visakabusha commemorates the birth, enlightenment, and death of Prince Siddhartha, which all occurred on the same date, decades apart, according to the ancient Buddhist calendar. Devout Buddhists traditionally visit temples early in the morning to make merit and listen to the sermons on Buddha's teachings. In the evening, candle-lit processions take place at major temples across the country. Alcohol sales will be prohibited throughout Thailand, except duty-free shops at the airport from midnight Friday night until midnight Saturday night. The ban, introduced by the Prime Minister's office in 2015 in January, applies to five specific religious holidays. That's Makabusha, Visakabusha, Ashanabusha, Khao Pansa, and Wan Ok Pansa. Violators face up to six months in prison and a 10,000 baht fine, or both. Um, that's right. So do be careful, uh, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you are planning to go out uh, partying this Saturday, it's not a good day because, yes, clubs, entertainment spots, bars that are operating legally will not be able to sell you any alcohol. 7-Elevens, you won't be able to buy alcohol. The uh, occasional alleged purchases of alcohol can only be taken uh, place at your local mom-and-pop shop, mm -hmm. which have hidden it in a giant big blue or red <laughs> Or just Ice buy it beforehand, container. prepare, right? Or, or buy it beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Or just don't. Yeah. Or just don't drink. Always an option. Uh, yeah. I, I should learn that more. But uh, no, it's uh, it's good. To, this was news to me, and yeah. it's always like, you know, it's it's a surprise. You don't want to be surprised yeah. with it. You just want to be aware. All so. right. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to move on to one of our main topics of today, which is regarding mm. a hit-and-run chaos in Padilla. Mm. A Thai man was left stranded as a white sedan driver escaped justice. Mm -hmm. A Thai man involved in a hit-and-run accident near a Big C department store in central Padilla with the driver of a white sedan responsible is still at large. Mm. Kun Tanashot shared his story with local media expressing frustration that the driver has not been apprehended despite filing a report with Padilla police nine days ago. The accident occurred on May the 20th at approximately 3.40 a.m. at an intersection close to the department store. The 26-year-old Quintana Shot, a freelance worker, was riding his motorbike towards Sukhumvit Road when the traffic light turned green. As he approached the intersection, a white sedan sped up down Sukhumvit Road, turned right, and collided with Tanashot. The impact sent him flying over the car hood and onto the ground while the sedan drove away, leaving him injured and alone. Quintana Shot told Time Media that a nearby CCTV camera captured the incident and the sedan. He has provided the footage to Padilla police and is now awaiting updates on the investigation. In addition to wanting the driver to be held accountable for fleeing the scene, Tanashot is seeking compensation for the damage to his motorbike and his medical expenses. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like look, he's looking just fine. If you yeah. see that footage of him, like a little, oh, that's not good. But uh, yeah, that, that hit and runs, mm. guys, come on! Like, uh, I, what's the insurance here? Like, people are insured if there's accidents, right? Do you have to have insurance to drive a car? 
Yes. So you then, should. Yeah, like uh, maybe they didn't probably. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, like he, you know, it's it's uh. it's irresponsible mm-hmm. behavior, and there are bad people everywhere. In the sense that he he's hit someone, he doesn't want to stay around to find out if the guy's okay yeah. or not. You know, oh. it's just like uh, let let me see if I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people do it out of fear. Some people. You know, what, whatever it is, it's wrong, and hopefully the upper men hand him and yeah. do the right thing. Luckily, the man didn't suffer any major, you know, life-threatening yeah. injuries, and he seems like a young, strong lad. So yeah. he, I guess, he took the hit well. He, he's fine, or as well as someone. He's could. fine. It's about bringing justice to yeah. this person, so this stuff doesn't happen again, right? That's like, not yeah. right. That could be, uh, that could be a, a lady. It could be a, a little child. It could person. be a family, yeah. an older person, mm-hmm. men, female. It's not right, yeah. and. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully, hopefully, Padaya police take care of this. Mm. Uh, for now, we're going to move on to our next story, mm. which involves more arrests. Now, going to the south of Thailand to Phuket. Mm-hmm, indeed. So, uh, two men have been arrested by the Cybercrime Investigation Bureau, uh, Region 5 branch, for allegedly selling firearms online via Facebook from their homes in Katu, Phuket. The arrests were announced late on Sunday, through, uh, though the specific dates were not disclosed. In the first raid at a house on Mu. Muwan Kathu, officers arrested Kriang Krai, a 31-year-old from Kalasin. They discovered two homemade 22 caliber rifles, 300 bullets, and equipment for making guns at his residence. Kriang Krai was charged with possession of illegal firearms and making guns without a permit. He reportedly confessed to ordering the tools for making guns through Lazada and crafting the weapons himself for sale. He also admitted to ordering the bullets through a Facebook group that sells guns. Now, in the second raid at a house in Musik, Katu, police found Prasert, a 26-year-old from Sri, Sri Saket. Upon seeing the officers, Prasert fled into nearby woods. His wife, who asked him to surrender, allowed the officers to search their home. The police found a 22 caliber 22 caliber rifles, various bullets, and tools and equipment for making guns. Prasser le- surrendered later the evening and confessed to operating a Facebook account that sold guns online. He also admitted that all the guns, bullets, and tools found in the house belonged to him. He was charged with illegal possession of firearms, making guns for sale without a permit, and illegal possession of ammunition without a permit. <laughs> Facebook to sell guns? Come on, guys! Like this is like you're leaving a paper trail. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised anymore. I mean, on Facebook, they've they've tried to sell methamphetamine pills, mm-hmm. happy water, everyone's favorite happy uh. water, and uh, yeah, I mean, even sex work. Yeah. So I mean. But like this is like they're making the guns, right? Like, yeah. like that's oh, wow. That that seems not not safe in the first place. And the fact that they mm-hmm. think that they can get away with it, or they feel like, yeah, let's just do it on Facebook. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna catch us anyways. Just feels insane. The confidence. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, criminals aren't always concerning. the smartest people. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem. All right, what are we going to next? All right, we're going to move on to our next story, mm. which is uh, regarding uh, another crime. Mm. A woman was shot dead by an ex-owner refusing to vacate repossessed house. Mm. What's this story all about? Well, mm. a tragic incident unfolded uh, yesterday afternoon in Tanyaburi district in Patum Thani when a woman was fatally shot by the irate former owner of a house she had recently purchased from a bank. The man, 65-year-old, had refused to vacate the property and was in a standoff with the police at the time of the shooting. Officers were alerted to the situation around 3 p.m. at a housing estate on Tanyaburi's Klong 11 in Thambon Buang Namrak. The woman, whose name had not yet been disclosed, was found dead on the road outside the house. As police surrounded the property, the former owner remained inside and negotiations were initiated to convince the shooter to surrender. 
The 65-year-old man had lost ownership of the house after it was seized by the bank and subsequently sold. The new owner had approached the residents to discuss the man's departure from the property. However, instead of engaging in conversation, he allegedly shot her with a firearm, resulting in her immediate death. As of 4.45 p.m. yesterday, the police were still surrounding the house with alleged shooter remaining inside. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, I mean, this is story. people just being pushed to the edge, right? And, yeah. you know, this is like home ownership. Uh, most people put all of their money into their homes. Yes. So this guy was at a breaking point probably, and um, especially late in life. He was 65. Yeah, he right? was troubled. He was, he was alone, you know. Yeah. I, we don't know his mental state. Mm-hmm. Yes, he committed a crime and he killed mm-hmm. someone, which is unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Uh, however... It's just tragic all around. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we're going to keep you up to date with that story. Yeah. Uh, we have not got an update regarding the ending of that uh, Indeed. conclusion. This of one's that going story a little yet. viral in Thailand right yes. now. That's why we're um, just trying to keep you up to date on what's going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, we're going to move on to our next story, which is regarding uh, some teachers, mm-hmm. in particular abusive teachers. Yeah. This one was close to home for me because I am a teacher, so I wanted to tell you guys about this one. So a Thai nursery teacher faces arrest for allegedly abusing over 280 children at a child care center. On May 30th, uh, the uh, Sadaburi province's police chief disclosed the progress in the case. The suspect admitted their guilt and remorse. The investigation into the child care center abuse began when nine children were interviewed by a multidisciplinary team of prosecutors, police, and other professionals involved in the case. Closed-circuit camera footage and witness statements were collected to support their claims. The suspect was interrogated uh, two days ago and admitted to being responsible for the abuse uh, and expressed regret for their actions. Now the police must gather all the evidence required to issue an arrest warrant and determine the severity of the crime. Initially, investigators have set charges related to the Child Protection Act, potentially violating Article 309. The perpetrator will definitely face legal action and has acknowledged their misdeed. The nine affected children are currently staying at a temporary home for children and women in Saraburi province, where professionals are caring for them and providing psychological support. This case has spurred a reevaluation of Thailand's child care institutions, leading to thorough investigations and swift actions to ensure the safety and well-being of children in these facilities. This shocking incident was discovered by a Facebook post revealing the abuse of over 280 children at a welfare institution in Sadaburi, central Thailand. A multidisciplinary team, including the social development and human security officials, psychologists, and police, swiftly moved in to investigate the claims. The horrific mistreatment and abuse of and physical abuse of more than 280 young lives at the welfare institution in Sadaboy province uh, is, is uh, <laughs> repeating myself. Oh my God, we're going to have to cut this one. But the children were allegedly punished, tortured, and kept in dark rooms mm. similar to those found in prisons. Sorry, editors, you're going to have to chop that one up a little bit. But uh, children. There's, like, there's a special place in hell for people who abuse children. Absolutely insane. And these are, I, like, it's a, it's a welfare center, mm. right? Like, this is, like, the safety net yeah. that's supposed to be catching them. And uh, just to hear this is just, like, insane. But, but it's good to know that they brought yeah. it to light. And it's also, like, the mental impact it has on these children oh, when this they is, grow up. And yeah. then, you know. So it's good that, that psychologists are involved in yeah. trying to, you know, yeah. repair the damage. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll, we'll keep you up to date uh, mm-hmm. regarding any updates on that story. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, we're going to move on to our last story, which is regarding durian. Durian, love it or hate it, it's going to remain. <laughs> Residents and tourists are dashing to a 150-year-old durian orchard in Trang province for its delicious 50 baht per kilogram fruits. Mm-hmm. Demand has outpaced supply, with customers flocking to buy the durian varieties from this unique orchard in indigenous speci- of indigenous species. 
Kun Sathit, a 52-year-old orchard owner from Trang province, tends to a 1,000-year-old tree orchard called Ta Shan. Sathit's ancestors cultivated more than 60 native durian trees in the orchard, which spans 23 rye of land. Out of these, only two trees named Chao Hualan and Chao Si Mok are more than 150 years old. These trees are producing their first durian fruits of the season, which last 20 days from midday May to early June. Hmm. A second batch will follow in mid-June to July. Each tree yields approximately 20 to 30 fruits. Now, new and old customers eagerly visit the orchard to buy durians at 50 baht per kilogram, more affordable than last year. Before deciding to buy, customers can taste their premium quality fruit, which has thick, yellow, fragrant, sweet, and smooth flesh, like top-quality durian varieties. As demand outstrips supply, some customers must pre-order and return the next day to taste the 150-year-old durians. Each durian tree is the orchard has a unique name based on its location and characteristics. And uh, yeah, this year, Kun Satit plans to enter his native durian in the first ever durian competition as well in Trang province on June the 9th. The competition aims to preserve the durian genetic heritage in line with the royal initiative of Princess Mahachakri Srinthon. So mm. if you are living in the Trang province or are, are a durian fanatic, perhaps this might be the perfect chance for you to travel to Trang and taste it for yourself. 50 baht per kilogram is a good deal. I mean, for like this is ancient durian, right? Yeah. Like this is like from like a an old tree or something I mean, like what's that. What's the yeah. logic here? The older the tree, the the bigger the I don't know the the fruitier the fruit, the, I don't know. the tastier. It's like a marketing thing. Is I it more cool, pungent? Right? Yeah, who knows? Um, but I think where was the the durian festival again? It's in Thang Province, you said. The durian. They yeah. have a durian festival. Okay. Yes. And, and when is it? June 9th. Okay, so I need to stay as far away from that as possible, okay. is what you're telling me. Don't I'm worry, you'll still smell it. You'll still <laughs> smell it from a, there. Yeah, you're not yeah. going to escape it. But uh, yeah, controversial, the fruit. Yeah, love it or hate <laughs> it, it's going to stay, guys. Indeed. And uh, that's it. That's uh, Those mm. are some of the news topics from across mm. Thailand today. For more news stories, please visit thetiger.com and for updates as well. Uh, we'll see you live again tomorrow morning. Until then, see you, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.